0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Two key Trump administration officials were on Capitol Hill today discussing policy issues with major ag implications, For starters, EPA Administrator Michael Regan told the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee he anticipates agriculture will be integral in the Biden administration's goals to reduce greenhouse gas emissions.
1: I think the president's very clear on this, that agriculture is at the table and that biofuels plays a role in reducing our carbon footprint, and so do many of the voluntary practices of our ag community to capture carbon and to, to operate in a sustainable manner.
0: Regan was also pressed on his plans for the future waters of the U.S. language he plans to unveil. He recently said the agency didn't plan to pull the Obama-era rule off the shelf, but Iowa Republican Joni Ernst pressed to get a commitment that Regan wouldn't instead go further with a new rule. Regan
1: says he wants to have agriculture involved in the rulemaking. What I'm not willing to do is sort of prejudge the outcome without an earnest engagement with our ag community. I've pledged to engage with our agriculture community. I've pledged to work with USDA and Secretary Vilsack. We are going to set up a structured stakeholder engagement where we actually sit and listen to those who are impacted by our regulations and come to some conclusions on what's the best way to move forward without ping ponging back and forth, protecting our water quality, and not overburdening our farmers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Regan also defended the budget increase for the agency in the hearing today. There's more in our story on agripulse.com. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai was also on Capitol Hill today. Speaking to a Senate Appropriations Subcommittee, she was limited in her updates on where things stand with China and said she needed to discuss the situation with officials there. Bill Thompson has more in his story on agripulse.com. Anti-hunger advocates say the conversation needs to be elevated beyond the familiar dialogue channels. Agripulsis Ben Nulli has more.
2: Hunger advocates are telling House lawmakers to bolster child nutrition programs. Speaking in a House Rules Committee hearing today, co-founder of the Eat, Learn, Play Foundation in California, Aisha Curry, says federal nutrition
3: programs are essential for kids to get the food they need no matter where they live. Programs like SNAP and WIC are grocery benefits that make sure parents can feed their kids at home. Increasing these benefits means families can purchase more of the groceries their kids need when they need them. School meals make sure kids have the nutrition they need to focus and stay nourished during the school day. And finally, summer. Summer is actually the hardest time to reach kids with the food that they need. But last year, we actually saw what happens when schools and organizations were allowed to modernize their programs, letting parents pick up multiple meals at a time, or dropping meals off directly to a child's house.
2: Curry says restaurants and farmers have also helped solve hunger issues.
3: You know, we were able to have restaurants get back into business because they were providing the food for the community. And the farmers were providing the produce for the restaurants. And so it was this big cyclical, cyclical nature an effort that I think has really worked. And I think it's just going to require a big, giant meeting of the minds with Congress and the White House. The
2: hearing is part of House Rules Committee Chairman Jim McGovern's effort to move the hunger conversation beyond USDA and the House Agriculture Committee. He recently called for the White House to host a hunger summit. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, Texas Ag
0: Commissioner Sid Miller has filed suit over minority farmer debt relief language in a recent coronavirus aid bill. The language allows for the forgiveness of 120 percent of a socially disadvantaged farmer's USDA debt. In a lawsuit backed by a handful of former Trump administration officials, Miller said that language is unconstitutional and discriminatory based on race. Miller is filing the suit in his capacity as a private citizen, not in his official role as the top ag official in Texas. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The current but temporary estate tax exemption of $11 million per person has been helpful to agriculture, but estate taxes still hang heavy over many family farm businesses. Protect the next generation of family farmers by supporting the Death Tax Repeal Act of 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.